Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. Steve Cypress here, along with my huge, believe me, unbelievable, he's a fantastic guy, he's really, he's unbelievable, believe me, Mr. Everett Farnell. Steve, it is great to once again be here and be doing this podcast and making podcasting great and really just telling our detractors to go pound salt and doing what's great and doing what we have to do to really improve the economy and get America and get the American entrepreneur back on track. And to make podcasting great again. Yes, sir. We will make podcasting safe again. We will make podcasting whatever else again, and we'll make it great again. <laughs> we'll make it amazing again. We'll make it amazing again. And so here's the thing, though. Like, uh, this week, I mean, we are dumbfounded. We've been doing this for, like, over a year, 58, 59 episodes, and this week, finally, for once, we have no idea what to talk about. I mean, there's, like, nothing going on in the news about Trump. There's nothing that he's said or done recently that's been newsworthy. I mean, I, we're racking our brains, Everett. What the heck could we well, possibly talk about this week? Well, Steve, if, if you don't have anything to talk about this week, then you're fired. <laughs> yeah, but if you fire me, all your detractors are going to come down on you like crazy for firing me. That's apocalyptic. That's a podcasting crisis. You're trying to cover something up. I must be trying to investigate for how poor a podcaster you are and try and get you out of podcasting. How dare you? I, I appreciate that you sent me letters on two separate occasions that explained that I was not under investigation for anything. Thank you. <laughs> and now that we have got that issue set to the side, I have talked to two of my advisors who have, okay, obviously we're talking about, we're making a joke about James Comey, but yeah, it, it, people are acting like it's the end of the world that he uh, that, that Trump fired Comey. When in reality, everybody thought he needed to be fired. Anyway, just go back and listen to audio clips from the last six months. Everybody wanted the guy out. Both sides. Everybody. I mean, this guy. Everyone has a gripe with him. I mean, it wasn't even less than two weeks ago that Hillary was coming out blaming him for the election loss, and and so all the Democrats always blamed him for interfering in the last week of the election and all the pro-Trumpers and the Republicans, even the anti-Trumper Republicans, all blamed him for letting Hillary off when clearly she should have been going to jail for all the multiple crimes she committed. So nobody's happy with this guy and nobody's happy with the fact that he always has to come out and make himself the star of everything. And then he did this testimony last week where I saw a clip where he said something like, you know, I was agonizing. What was I supposed to do? How about you were supposed to go back to where we don't even know who's the head of any of these agencies and you're not <laughs> right. on TV all the time and you're not injecting yourself into either party who's a candidate for president. How about that? How about that? that it, it, it's so this funny. guy, everybody wanted him fired, but here's the deal. As soon as Trump fired him, oh, that's it. All hell broke loose. Now oh, yeah, all the end of the world. Because... Are, how dare you? You can't do it. Uh, you're covering something up. You must be trying to this and that and whatever and this and that. So 
what we're talking about here to relate to a business owner is sometimes, as a business owner, we all are hit with a situation where we need to take some action, and that action might not be the most popular thing with your customers. Your Maybe you have to raise prices because something happened. That's not a popular thing you have to do with your customers. Maybe you have to get rid of one of your workers because they did something. I mean, they, you know, you got a call from a homeowner. They were out on a job, and the guy came in stinking of cigarettes and drinking a beer. Well, you know, how, oh, how long, what, when's the right timing to fire that guy, right? I mean, Trump got this letter, hit his desk. Hey, here's my report on why this guy is a mess and why you should fire him. How long is Trump, what's the right time here, Everett? How long is Trump supposed to wait now before you take action? What's the right amount I, of time to wait when there's an obvious need for action and you're the one who has to do it? What, what, suddenly, how, how we, what, what is the delay time that's acceptable? I understand what you're saying, and, and I agree with you that, I, I mean, I, I know you're being facetious, but the answer is, for our listeners, the amount of delay is about a tenth of a second. So you see what the issue is, you know what the solution is, right? I mean, my supplier just raised prices. Okay, well, so we don't have to, there's not going to be a big discussion about what to do and how to do and this and that and the other. It's my, my costs went up, so my prices have got to go up, right? So you know that. Now, there might be some changes that you have to make. There might be some adjustments that you have to make, but you know what the solution is, so you execute on it. Guy shows up for work drunk, or guy out on a job shows up and is drunk, or what I had in particular, I had one time when a manager went to have lunch, and one of the workers drives up and sees him. He was a, he was a guy who was out in the field, so she drives to run an errand for me, and he happened to be eating lunch at the same strip mall that she was running to get office supplies for. And she sees him drinking a glass of wine. On the way out, she sees him with a full glass of wine. Now, this guy was during work hours, and he had a company vehicle. So I called my attorney. This is what I think needs to happen. He said, if that guy gets in a wreck, it's your ass. It's your whole company. Gone. See ya. So, yes, that's what needs to happen. I had to fire the guy. And he was a guy who was a friend of mine before he came to work for me, for years before he came to work for me. And luckily, we were able to stay friends after he wasn't working for me. But it was tough, but I had to do what I had to do because this is a business. It's a profit-generating vehicle. It's a profit-generating machine. And having a supervisor drinking at lunch is just going to ripple down into all of the uh, all the employees, everybody else working for me. It, 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 not only that, but the legal ramifications. That right. Now, let me ask you, since he was a supervisor, it's likely he was with you for a while. And not only was he your friend, but now, you know, he had gained the respect and the and he was kind of running the cruise and whatever. And so there could be fallback from the cruise going, how could you do that? We sure, love Joe. Sure. Yeah, some people some people were pissed about it, but you know what? And everybody was kind of the well, it's not a big deal, and he wasn't on a job, and da da da. And it right? Matter. Can't you give him a second you know? chance? Couldn't you have sent a cab, no. picked him up, and he had a bad day? Talked to him, sent him home, gave him a reprimand? Nope, nope, none of it, none of it. I knew what I had to do. I wasn't happy about it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't like it, but I had to do it, and I did it. And that's what. That's where business, business owners make this mistake so often. They know something has to happen, but they hem and they haw and they don't want to do it, whether it's firing somebody or whether it's a change to the business or whatever the situation is. They know that there's something that has to happen in their business. It's obvious it has to happen, and it's something that's not going to be easy to deal with because a bunch of people are going to be mad about it, and they just 
won't do it. And instead of just dealing with it and getting through it, they end up dragging this issue out for months and months or years. And it becomes, you know, they got heartburn and they can't, you know, they can't sleep and they're upset about it. Just do it already and get it done and over with and then go on with life. You know, guess what? Very few things are fatal when it comes to making decisions about your business. Just do what needs to be done. I, I'm sorry. I know I, I, I act like it's easy to do, but it, it, it just frustrates me because I see so many people hurting and hurting themselves financially, hurting themselves emotionally, hurting themselves with their relationships, getting stressed out, hurting themselves physically from stress. And all they have to do is just make the decision to do what's right for their business and then go forward. Done. And then you deal with whatever backlash there is. Look, the buck stops here. When you're the business owner, and if you're listening to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, that's who it's designed for. We can't control who's listening, but I'm guessing you, dear listener, are a business owner. You know. Sometimes we've got to do things that aren't popular. They're not comfortable. They're not fun. But they're what we need to do. They're the right thing to do. And you're seeing this week... You're seeing the action Trump took. A letter hit his desk as if he even needed that letter. I mean, there's amazing evidence that this guy had done things that just an FBI director is not supposed to do. I don't remember in my lifetime FBI directors coming out during campaigns and injecting themselves into the politics of the campaigns. He's doing stuff he's not supposed to do. Your job is, first of all, the guy before you should have gotten rid of him, but he mm-hmm. didn't, so it's your job to come into office and get rid of him. And then the question is, oh, but the timing's not right. Well, you know what? I remember that when Trump came into office, if on day one he would have gotten rid of the guy, it would have been, been the same thing as today. Everyone would have said, oh, yeah, that's because the guy is investigating the Trump campaign for colluding with Russia, whatever the heck went on. So. There's never going to be a great time, or maybe there isn't going to be a great time to do things, but it's up to us as business owners to take action and then just deal with temporarily whatever's going to be happening as a result. It's what we got to do. Otherwise, go get a job. Exactly. And, you know, here's the thing. Sometimes you think it's going to be, you think that what your decision is going to be met with open arms. Sometimes you think it's going to be great and everybody's going to love it. And you do it and suddenly everybody who said that it had to be done or said that you should do it or said whatever, all of a sudden says, oh my God, how could you do that? You know what? That's going to happen. Get over it. Just do it and deal with whatever fallout comes. Because and sometimes, not in this case with the Trump firing, obviously, of somebody, but sometimes decisions you make can be undone later on. So if you did raise your prices and everyone, you started losing lots of clients from it, so the math didn't make sense. You didn't make up for it enough in the increased revenue from the price range to, uh, raised to make up for the fact you lost lots of customers or clients. Then you know what? You lower the price back down. If, if everyone was complaining that you shouldn't have such and such on the menu, and you took it off the menu, and then you thought everyone's going to be happy about that, and then suddenly everyone started complaining, you put it back on the menu. What if you have a restaurant, a steakhouse, and you also had seafood, but all your uh, people in the kitchen, your kitchen help, would be complaining that the seafood really stinks, and if you only got rid of the seafood, it would be a much more pleasant place to work. They wouldn't have to deal with the fish all the time. So you got rid of the fish, and you thought, hey, I just announced to my staff we're getting rid of the fish. They'll all be happy. Then they came to you and said, well, yeah, but, I mean, those are some of the most popular dishes. How could you do that? Boo, blah, 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 blah. So they started complaining. You could if you would. Hey, so you know what? You thought everyone was going to cheer. I have a feeling that Trump really thought that for once I'm doing something that Hillary, Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, everyone, since they've already said, get rid of that guy, they're all going to agree when I get rid of him. Well, they didn't. And most of the time as a business owner, all I'm saying is most of the decisions we make 
can be changed, and we can undo a mistake, just like Coca-Cola did with the fame, their famous biggest mistake ever of the new Coke. They said, oh. we're changing the, the age-old, beloved Coke recipe, and we're putting in a new recipe. Everyone revolted against it, and so what they do? <laughs> they just brought it back, and they yeah, have they brought back classic. Now. Yeah, they brought so it back. They brought, they brought back so, classic, and then they quietly just phased out new Coke. And it was right, so most of the time, you make a mistake, and you get rid of somebody, something, some whatever, most of the time, it can even be undone, but it, there's no excuse for not taking the action. If someone had found, I'm, I'm going to suggest that if someone had found out six months from now that this letter had hit Donald Trump's desk on May whatever the heck it hit on May 8th or whatever, and he had done nothing about it for months, that would be a problem. So, oh, sure, be, oh, and you're the business owner you got to take action. And if you need someone, hopefully you have a board of directors, you have a mentor, you have consultants, you have somebody you can talk to about these issues. Because oftentimes, business owners, we're pretty lonely. We can't talk to our employees. A lot of times we can't talk to our spouse. We can't talk to our suppliers. There's not a lot of people we can talk to about the inner workings of the business. So hopefully you have somebody, a board of directors, a mentor, a guide, a coach, whatever you want to call it, that you can talk to about these things. Speaking of which, we have, as always, our advanced tip of the week that you can get by contacting us and we will share with you one-on-one and help you implement your business and you find out the information to contact us by going to lessons learned from donald trump.com so go there now contact Everett and myself get the advanced tip of the week and believe me we will actually deliver that tip even if some people won't like it undoubtedly some people won't namely your competition exactly speaking of which we'll be back next week with another money-making episode that you will love and your competition will not, here on the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. We'll see you then. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com and join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.